The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many voices are more powerful than one. When we share ideas, developments, and power, we can achieve anything. Welcome to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. Your hosts are Deetta Jones and Richard Dent. Together, they have made a worthy life that includes a family, two businesses, a foundation, and much more. They're ready to help you find your personal success. Now, here are Deetta and Richard. Welcome to DJ and DeBear. I'm Dietta Jones, your host. I'm a social justice advocate, leadership coach, individual, and organizational effectiveness speaker and author. I'm joined by my better three-quarters, NFL legend and pro football Hall of Famer, Richard Dent. Since Good you can't morning. see us. <laughs> yes, how you doing? This is great. Good morning, 2015. <laughs> it is. It's 2015. Hello, hello. Yes. So how are just- you doing today? I'm doing well, babe. I'm good, doing well. Good, good. Same with that one we woke up this morning. <laughs> you look you look well this morning. I'm not Thank there you. now, but uh, I'll be there shortly. Okay, can't wait. So since you can't since you can't see us, I'll just tell you. Uh, Richard is the brains, and I'm the brawn. No, 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 that's not right. He's Maybe the, the beauty. Way. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's the go. beauty, and I'm the beast. Is that better? <laughs> this is true. This is if you see her, you you, you would understand that. But you're on the right path, my dear. <laughs> Assets aside, we're here to fill the next hour of your lives with thought-provoking ideas, invite you to ask questions and add perspective, and have a few laughs along the way. Our topic for this week is overcoming obstacles, achieving greatness, and managing your personal brand. And we look forward to spending this time with you, but also with some really special guests that we have who are going to help us think this through and kick off our, uh, our, our thinking for a new year. Before we go to introducing our guests, Richard, we started uh, talking about this as we were preparing for the show, and you didn't tell me, but I'm ready. I'm ready now. What are your resolutions? I mean, here we are. It's January 5, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's January 5, 2015. January 5, you know, 5 has always been good. You know, in high school, I was 75. College, I was 95. And uh, this is year 15, you know, so I'm really looking to do more humanitarian things in 05 that, you know, you get a chance to, you know, like the old Dr. MLK said, you know, getting to the mountaintop. And, you know, some people say, you know, they can't get there. But the point of it is to give people the opportunity to see something that uh, been dearly in their heart for many years to be a part of that, to help someone grow and open up and to be able to accomplish something that they want to accomplish, it, you know, means the world to me. So I enjoy it. And, and it's just ticklish to see people to get a chance to do something because I think everybody's special at something. It's not often people find out what they're special at. I've always say to get to the light is sometime you have to get through the night. 
uh, other inspiring quotes by Richard, huh? Tweetables, I like to call yeah, them. Just a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. How, how about you, my dear? Oh, thank you, babe, for asking. Okay, I have two. I have two. I thought about this yesterday. I went out for brunch yesterday. Mm -hmm. I went out to brunch yesterday with some friends, and we were talking about resolutions. And I said, the one, the first thing that I'm going to do for sure is I'm going to work less. For everybody who knows me, in April, I know you're like high-fiving on the other end of the phone right now. I can have you a little longer. (laughs) Go, Go ahead. I hear you. I I work really, really hard. So this This year, 2015, I'm going to work less. I'm going to work smart. I'm going to get things done. I'm going to have an impact, but I'm going to do it in a way that is much more efficient. Um, And then the second thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to move myself up on my list of priorities. I'm going to put myself higher, closer to the top of the things that are important in my life. Me personally, I'm going to start investing in myself. I'm going to start taking more All seriously right, my you know, own You know desires. you first in mind outside the kids, but you know, you're right there. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to help you remember that. That's part of my Thank resolution. You. Keep. I'm going to help you keep me there, babe. Okay. Okay, that's enough you about that. Me. What do you think? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I feel like we should start singing. But that would that would detract from our very the, very special guest. Okay. We can close out. We can close out with song, babe. Okay. <laughs> well, sack man's coming. I'm the man. Well, I, you know, we'll save that till the Super Bowl, folks. I'll come back to you on that. Let's get to the guests. Okay. So two of our very very dear friends are. Um, are on the show today, women for whom I have a tremendous amount of respect, Stacy Ferguson and April Holmes. Let me tell you a couple of things about them each. April began her career in Paralympic track and field a year after a tragic train accident in 2001 that resulted in the loss of her left leg below the knee. After a doctor told her about the Paralympic Games, she became determined to wear the USA uniform, break world records, and win gold medals. Along with breaking world and American records multiple times, April has succeeded in another goal, taking her first gold medal in the 100 meters at the 2008 Beijing Games. Mm. April has been featured in media outlets including NBC Today Show, CBS Early Morning, Fox, ESPN, BBC, Forbes, and Oprah's O Magazine. She was recently named by the International Paralympic Committee's Top 10 Women in Paralympic Sport, NCAA 2015 Inspirational Athlete of the Year, a U.S. Paralympic and and U.S. Anti-Doping Ambassador, and has assisted First Lady Michelle Obama on the Let's Move campaign. Stacey Ferguson is a sought-after media personality, digital brand strategist, content creator, public speaker, freelance writer, advisory board member, and chief curator of the Be Blogalicious community and conferences celebrating diversity among women in social media. She has been featured in Southern Living, The Washington Post, Black Enterprise, NPR, The Tom Joyner Morning Show, Mashable, The Root, and many more. As founder of Justice Fergie Lifestyle Media, she combines media, publishing, consulting, and events to inspire women to live richly with strategies for life design and turning personal passions into viable brands. Stacy is also a technology and advertising attorney by trade and regularly consults with entrepreneurs, startups, and established brands on digital and brand strategy. Welcome, my friends. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Oh, thank you, Stacy. Hi, April. Are you there? I am still here, and I am super excited. I know, uh, Dee, you and I sat in, in your living room a few months back, and 
you talked to me about this, and so I'm, I'm actually very excited for you to see, and for you and Richard to see this, um, you know, this come to life and know that that was one of your plans for 2015, and five days into it, here we are. Ta-da. Yeah, I, I was hoping to see you. You know, you 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 move pretty fast on on a leg and a half there. <laughs> I, I was hoping to come home and see you. I, you know, it's not often you know, you come through town and and uh, to have you at the house. It, it, it was a pleasure. D enjoyed it. So I hope you guys uh, New Year uh, take off well. Yes, thank you. Yours also. So, so let me get started. We're, you know, I'm so honored to have you both on the show. You personally are both women who I've spent a lot of time talking with and working with about, uh, you know, thinking about my own brand and your brand and how you go about doing the work that you do and how you've been so successful. So I'd like to pick your brains with and for our listeners today, um, especially this time of year when so many of us are setting resolutions. You heard Richard and I talk a little bit about our own resolutions. I'm, assu- I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners are thinking about how it is that they want to make commitments for this new year. So, Stacy, let me start with you. As a brand strategist, what are some of the tips that you might share with our listeners who are interested interested in establishing or refining their personal brand as one of their 2015 resolutions? So I think this is a perfect time of year to start thinking about that because everyone kind of gets a fresh start, right? Um, It's the beginning of the year and probably, um, you know, most people have a dream or a passion that they're sitting on and they're like, I wish I could do that. You know, I have this hobby that I love to do or I have a side hustle that I want to make my full-time gig. Um, You know, now's a perfect time to think about that. And the best way to do that is to make that a part of your personal brand. You know, I'm a big believer that everyone um, is put on this planet for a purpose. And everyone, actually I shouldn't say everyone, but most people know what that is. They're just afraid to leap into it. And other people still need um, help uncovering it. Um, But, you know, take some time to think about what really moves you. You know, I like to call it, um, don't laugh, but I like to call it the toilet test. You know, what do you think about when you're on the toilet? You know, where does your mind wander to? <laughs> what kind of magazines do you have in front of you on the toilet? Like, those are clues into what you're really passionate about. Um, and so take cues from that and then think about, huh, can I really make that into a business? Um, no matter what it is, you know, whether you like baking or health or mentoring young girls, whatever it is, each of those interests can be flipped and turned into a personal brand that will allow you to make that your livelihood. Um, so I really encourage people to take this time now as they're setting resolutions and intentions for 2015 to include that in there. So let me ask you a question because I, I mentioned earlier that I went to brunch yesterday and I was having a conversation with a pretty diverse uh, variety of women sitting around the table. Some people have young children, some people have no children, are really career focused. Some people have children who are going off to college and they're going to be empty nesters for the first time. And this topic of personal brand came up and particularly for the people who either had children who were going off to college and were about to be empty nesters and had previously been stay-at-home moms or had children who were near that age, they were the ones who really you know, most wholeheartedly we're thinking about what is my personal brand? It's been mm-hmm. so far a mom. I've been a mom. What is it now? <laughs> How do I really focus on this? 
Yeah, that's a great question um, because, you know, you're a mom, I'm a mom, we lose ourselves, right? It's easy to because you get so focused on growing your little person. Um, so I really encourage people to not lose sight of their hobbies and their interests, even while you're a mom. I think it makes you a better person. Um, but, you know, if you're in that stage of life where you're an empty nest and you're kind of looking around saying, huh, who am I now? Um, just try new things. You know, join groups, join a book club, um, you know, join a new gym. Uh, ask your friends to introduce you to other friends because you'll find that once you start exploring and going outside of your comfort zone, different things will pique your interest. Um, my mom is 63 now, and she um, belongs to a musical dance troupe, like very random, and I would have never seen her doing that, but she's really loving it and finding herself within that. Um, so I encourage um, women, especially moms who are figuring out who they are now that, that their kids are grown, um, to try new hobbies and really see what, what interests you. And a lot of times you already know what it is, you just have to find it again. Think about, you know, the kind of person you were, the kind of interest you had pre-kids, um, and it's easy for those to get kind of shoved under the rug, um, but try to blow the dust off and reconnect with that. I love it. Blow the dust off. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's there. So, you just got to clean it off. Clean it off. So one of the things that I, I really love and admire so much about each of you and, and um, both of you is that you are so deeply rooted to your values and that your values are so evident to anyone who's ever interacted with you, who knows you personally, or has even seen you from a distance. Um, even from a social media point of view, both of you are so diligent about your positive, um, value-laden messages. So when we come back from break, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit with us about how your values have shaped your brand. To transition out, let's, let's switch gears for just a few minutes. And while we're at a commercial break, please visit our website at www.dietajones.com to check out our latest blog post on the four C's of brand management and share your comments. We want to hear from you, so please post your thoughts. Again, www.dietajones.com. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dietta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dietta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on overcoming obstacles, achieving greatness, and managing your personal brand. With special guests, brand strategist Stacey Ferguson and Paralympic gold medalist April Holmes. So, April, you have a hell of a story about overcoming obstacles, and it it would be really interesting to have you shed some uh, light on on how it is that we might uh, you know turn something that could seem like a loss into an opportunity. You you lost your leg in an instant, and within a very short period of time, we're on to winning gold medals representing the U.S. and the Paralympic Games. What advice do you have for those among us who feel overwhelmed or too disadvantaged to dare dream? Yet I'll tell you, as I, I was uh, trapped underneath of a train, I lost my leg in a train accident in 2001. But as I lay there under, trapped underneath the train, my, tr- my leg um, underneath a you know, train that weighed several tons, and I'm here sitting here weighing 140-some pounds just, not knowing if my life was going to end that day, um, feeling like mm. if I had some other thing to do in life, I really wanted, I, I really believed I had still something left to, to give to this earth, to, to leave legacy to so many other people. Um, but I was lost. I, I was lost, and all I could think about was just singing church songs. Uh, because, that's, you know, I grew up singing church songs, and so I just kept singing church songs to kind of keep my, my heart in rhythm with those type church songs. And when I woke up a few hours later um, in the emergency room, I remember saying to um, I remember saying to my cousin and saying to my mom, I said, you, you, "What happened to my leg?" You know, I kept asking them, "What happened to my leg?" And they kept saying to me, "You know, you'll be okay." And I'm like, "No, it's not answering quite answering my question. Let's try this again." You know, what happened to my leg? Because at the time I had a neck brace on, wasn't sure what happened. Um, and eventually I ended up just lifting up my head and kind of looking down and thought that my left leg, my left foot was no longer there. And I was very devastated at the, at the time, uh, but also just, just trying to understand that God left me there for, here for a reason, uh, meaning I still had more work to do and I, I still mm-hmm. had to get up and keep moving despite the fact that I was missing my leg. Um, so, so I'm sitting here uh, laughing because Stacy said, you know, what type of things do you think about while you're sitting on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Normally, I don't feel my leg, but... No, you know, listen, when I, very, I remember not long after I lost my leg, and I sat there like, what, you know, God, I have no idea what lesson you are trying to teach me in life. Like, I have no idea, but I don't know anyone that's amputee. And so I remember one day going to the bathroom. It's a crazy story. I remember going to the bathroom. I don't think I ever shared this with anybody. So I go to the bathroom, and I'm like, 
I never knew you had to like use your leg, like your leg muscles are somehow connected to the fact that you have to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, April, you have to get up. Like you have to do something else better with your life besides sitting here being worried about going to the bathroom. Right, right. Um, and it was so, I was so unfortunate that the doctor that did my surgery, he came in the next day um, and he gave me some magazines about the Paralympics. And I, so mm-hmm. I went from, you know, confused about losing my leg to, you know, sitting on the toilet worrying about, you know, what I was going to do um, to actually finding that in those magazines. And I, I just think to myself, had I never um, even displayed that positive attitude, now, if I never displayed that um, the attitude of, you know, I'm still here for a reason, if I never even began to move on um, in my life of, you know, I can't cry about what, missing my leg, I don't believe I would have, have ever had the opportunity to represent the United States at the Paralympic Games. So that is my great advice to people, just to, you know, begin to display that positive attitude so that you can begin to move in a positive direction uh, because everyone falls down in life. It's not, you know, it's it's not a matter of uh, if, it's a matter of when. Yeah, it's all about when, you you know, you have to get up. I can recall, and I applaud you for, you know, what you've done, and and I'm sure you've touched so many people's lives of, of uh, just uh, what what has touched your life. I mean, I can recall when I snapped my ACL, and at the point when you don't have what you have, you know, it's 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 how quiet and how confident you become with your next steps and what you yeah. should do. Like, you know, God give you the ability to dream, but you know, He don't work on your dreams, so you have to get up and and do something about those things. And, and and you have done you know greatly with what you have you know and and that's that's what's important more than anything we all get knocked down but the point of it what do you do when you get knocked down you know you have to get up and you have to put a stake in the ground that you know your life is going to be a you know you're making a change you're making yeah. a difference in your life you know something else you said is really um Wonderful, and I just want to point it out. We'll get back to it, but one of the things that you talked about and the words that you used over and over was positivity. And it sounds it sounds kind of simplistic, but it's such a powerful emotion, positivity. And it's one of the things, it's the key. I mean, you could have laid there with all the same assets and attributes and opportunities, but it, lacking the positive perspective or the ability to tap into positive emotion, you would not have accomplished what it is that you have accomplished then or since then. That positivity, it's really interesting. There's a book by a woman named Barbara Fredrickson who's actually done a tremendous amount of research on this topic, and she talks about how important it is for um, people to experience positive emotions in a six-to-one ratio, that we try to experience positive emotions over negative emotions in a six-to-one ratio because the presence of positive emotion actually allows us to broaden and build. That means that we can look for creative solutions where otherwise we may feel limited or shut down or overwhelmed. And when I do my individual coaching and leadership development with people, that's the, that's the key, is helping people to find the positive and then to um, literally plant more positive experiences and positive emotions in their world so that they start to broaden and have access to opportunities, to ideas, to creative solutions that sometimes are lost to us when we're thinking in a, a you know, a, a depraved space or when we feel kind of overburdened or overwhelmed by the world. So 
one of the things that um, you've also done, and let me just switch to Stacy for a moment, is Stacy, you also had to go through a really tough fork in the road situation. I don't know if it's tough in the same way that April, you know, situation was, but tough in that you had to make a, a shift in your career. You you literally shifted from being a practicing attorney to being an entrepreneur, and a lot of that was you. Um, you know, taking some big risks, thinking about your values, thinking about your assets, and also thinking about where it is that you want to be long term. Would you tell us a little bit about that journey? Sure. And let me start off by saying, no, it's definitely not what April had to go through. And my hat is off to you, April, because your your attitude is just, you know, your the positivity is really just flowing from you. And I don't know if I could have done the same. Um, so I'm really, I really admire your story. Um, for me, I, you know, started out in college and I had a dream of um, working in television and mm-hmm. I was going to be a TV producer and that's what I studied undergrad and then um, panicked a little bit when it got time to graduate because the entry-level jobs in that field were, were so <laughs> low-paying. Um, and so I did what everyone does when they don't know what they're going to do and they go to law school. <laughs> um, so that's where I ended up. And... Um, you know, I, I, I did well there, and it was fine. And I said, okay, well, maybe I'll be an entertainment lawyer because that sounded really cool and sexy, right? Um, and then uh, found out that it really was just contracts and business law. Boring. Right. Right? Um, yeah. right? <laughs> you know that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and so, I, but I did, I did practice law for, I did entertainment law for about three years, and then I transitioned to um, internet law because um, at the time, the internet was just kind of taking off. So I was really at the forefront of that, which I actually found very interesting. I found the the geek side of me there. Um, And so I ended up at a government agency practicing Internet law, and I did that for seven years. But um, let's see, right when I had my first daughter, I have three children, the oldest is 10. Um, That's when I knew that I needed to find a change in my work situation because being an attorney at a firm and having a baby just doesn't work. Um, Maybe one day it will, but, you know, right now um, the lifestyles just don't mesh. So then I, that's when I looked for my government position to give me a bit more flexibility um, and work-life balance. So then I started uh, blogging as an outlet to talk with my friends about being uh, an attorney with a child. And so I started a blog with two friends, and the blog um, was called Mama Law, because we were moms who were lawyers. And this was in 2006, right before Twitter and before Facebook and all of that good stuff. Uh, And we started writing stories about our lives, blogging. And that really kind of piqued a, uh, an interest that I didn't know I had in this new thing mm-hmm. called blogs. And I started doing that on the side um, for three years until uh, my co-bloggers and I came together and decided that we wanted to form a community around women of color in the blogging space because we really didn't see that out there. Um, and that's where my business was born. And I would have never planned it, you know, to this day. It kind of trips me out that I wake up and this is my job um, because I since left practicing law full time to do this. Um, but and it was a hard decision. People always ask me, you know, how do I transition from my day job to my side hustle and what I really love? Um, it's definitely not an overnight thing. It takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of, you know, saving uh, so you have a cushion. It takes a lot of 
uh, talking with your spouse, who may or may not be a fan of you leaving mm-hmm. a perfectly good job and paycheck <laughs> to go pursue this crazy thing. Um, but it just felt right for me, and I'm really blessed to have been able to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny that how, you know, you get blessed to start in an area, you don't know where it may take you. And, you know, I started an endowment program at Columbia College, which is a school of, you know, broadcasting and, and acting and whatever. And I said, you know, it's sports management. Management is management. It, it can be, it, it goes across all spectrum. Right. So that's something they didn't have. But, you know, I, everybody wants to be involved in the game, but... Everybody can't play the game, but you can manage the game. So yet, you know, getting into television, it's it can take you many different areas. And sometimes you just have to accept where you're starting, but that that's don't right. mean that that's where you end. I'm going to jump in here. and Perfect, perfect stories. Let me just get us to break. Um, let's switch gears for just a few minutes. And while we're at commercial break, please visit our website, www.dietajones.com, to check out our latest blog post on the four C's of brand management. Share your comments. We want to hear from you. Please post your thoughts. Again, www.dietajones.com. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dietta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dietta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. DJ, it's on you, baby. Go bring it on. (laughs) We're back and continuing our conversation on overcoming obstacles, achieving greatness, and managing your personal brand 
with special guest brand strategist Stacey Ferguson and Paralympic gold medalist April Holmes. So before we went to break, we were talking a lot about the journey, the path that each of you have um, gone through and the overcoming obstacles, whether it's a, a, a physical reality, you know, that something that changed in your uh, physical condition and, and your dreams and your career goals, um, or, or really having to think about uh, your values and your long-term needs as far as your, your family and um, your aspirations. Now, now let's talk more practically about how it is that you take charge of your own brand and how you, you have been so successful at managing your own brand. April, I'm going to start with you because you have been masterful at using your sport as a platform to have a greater impact, but also to really create this very powerful brand for yourself. Can you tell us about that? One of the things that I learned early on is that when you ask God to allow you to stand on a platform or a podium, you can't be selective of where you want to stand and when you want to stand. Um, as I lay in the bed having lost my leg, I, I told God I want to stand and I want to walk. Um, and the places that he has allowed me to stand, the places he has allowed me to walk, are far greater than anything I ever would have imagined. Um, from, you know, from the Olympics to, you know, a, a wonderful speaking career, being able to speak around all around the world, um, to corporate audiences, to colleges and universities, to, to uh, schools. Uh, those type of things, and even I think, as you mentioned earlier in the program, um, just to be alongside of the first lady in her in her um, program in order to get kids um, moving, in order to get them more active and things of that nature. Um, obviously, being the first woman uh, sponsored by the Jordan brand is definitely a a, a wonderful has been a wonderful experience. Uh, but to, just to, again, to just be able to get up and move, and to be able to get up and do some things. Um, and one of the things I share with people all the time when I go out. Uh, is to get them to stop limping through life and to start running. Um, because if you, if you think about it, all of us at some point in time have been limping in life, and some of us are even still limping to today, meaning we're not being as impactful as we can be. We're not being as great as we can be. We're not doing everything to the ability that we can do. Instead, we're just haphazardly doing it. We're not giving it our all. Um, so as, uh, unfortunately, I'm not a mom yet, but, I mean, as you all talked earlier about you know, just being a mom and giving more to your kids and being there for your kids, but not only being there for your kids, but also being there for yourself. Uh, I, I think that's part of limping. You know, when you say I'm not there for myself, you have to be there for yourself in order to be there for your kids. Yeah, yeah. And whatever other, as 2015 rolls in, as we set these uh, wonderful uh, resolutions of what we're going to mm -hmm. do, um, just continuing to say to yourself, I'm not going to limp through 2015. I may have limped through 2014, but I'm not going to limp through 2015. Instead, I'm going to be getting running that I can see the wonderful things that God has in store for me. Yeah, that sounds like putting a stake in the ground, you know, and a lot of people have a lot of ideas or whatever, but they're not committed to putting a flag in the ground saying you're going to be here. You know, God can't bless you if you don't have a mailbox. You, you, you don't know where to send the deliveries. You got to be available. Tweetable. <laughs> That's another tweetable. I'm that's tweetable. That, tweet that out, would you, girl? <laughs> so, so let me let me go back. First of all, April, I have chills right now. I had to take off my sweater when I was listening to you talk about, you know, when when God blesses you, you have to you have to be ready, right? You have to receive. Like Richard always tells me, you can't ask God for blessing and not be ready to receive them because sometimes yeah. they come in a different shape or form or at a different time than what you expected. But also your 
the, the positive spin that you have um, taken. Not, and, and I think a lot of it is based on your own spirituality. And also, it's just kind of your mentality, the way, the way you, you know, see the world, the way you see your place in the world. Would you tell us the, the story of how your positivity has impacted you in a real practical way? I remember one time we were talking about an endorsement deal. And you talked about how this executive really talked about your social media and, and really reviewed who you are and what you're about pretty rigorously before giving you an endorsement. Can you tell us that story? I think it's really good for listeners to hear. I've actually had two or three, it's crazy because it happened to me about two or three times, but the very first time it happened to me, um, I flew out to San Francisco to meet with the, um, the executives at 24-Hour Fitness because I was interested in the, uh, gathering a partnership with them as I trained for the 2012 Paralympic Games, and as I was out there, I remember talking to their uh, their chief marketing uh, person, and he said to me, he said, before you got here, I went all through your social media pages, all through them, whether it, whether it was Instagram, whether it was Twitter, whether it's Facebook, everything I could access, I went through it. He said, and as I kept reading, he says, there's so many athletes, so many people out here that post so many crazy things that stop them from getting an endorsement, that stop them from getting this partnership, that stop them from getting a job. And he said, but I went through all of your social media pages. He said, every picture you posted, every note that you posted, even everything that you retweeted had positive, some, some sort of positive impact. There was nothing negative that we had to, had to, you know, search through or whatever. And he said, and that made a difference because there are so many people who, you know, crossed ourselves out before they even, you know, we even get a chance to meet with them. We just call social media. Just look it up. Just Google people, whatever, and, and see the type of things that social media has to say about you. So, Stacey, I'm sure you have a billion of these stories about, you know, trying to get people to understand that those things that you put out on social media are, you can't bring them back. Someone has done a screen capture. You cannot bring them back in the head. Resulted <laughs> that is in exactly right. There are so many stories, like you said. I mean, they make their way all the way to the news. I don't know if you guys remember recently, um, right before the holidays, um, that uh, employee on Capitol Hill who was one of was a staffer, and she said negative things about the Obama girls on her personal Facebook page, and uh, someone surely screenshotted it, and the next day she had to resign from her position. So that just goes to show you that um, everything you put out there um, is out there, and everything you put out there is a part of your personal brand. So. That's why I really try, um, as you notice, Dieta, to maintain my positivity online. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to always do that because we're all human and we all have emotions and we're multidimensional. So while my tweets and blog posts and Facebook shares, they're, they're I would say, you know, 99% positive. When, you know, current events like Ferguson or Eric Garner happen, you can't help but express your frustration. Um, and it's a fine line, you know, how, how, how angry do I want to be publicly versus how real do I want to remain? Um, but just keeping in mind that all the while, people are um, building a perception of you, and that can really uh, help you or come back to haunt you in many different ways. And I really have to say that many of the opportunities that I've gotten um, in my new career is because of the attention that I'm paying to what I put out on social media. Yeah, people, you, you know, it, it's very important. I mean, I've went through a lot uh, at the Chicago Bears, been an eighth rounder, and, you know, the team have money invested in guys in the same position that they're plan paying a lot to. So I knew that. Uh, everything wasn't going my way, but yet I was dealing with a coach there 
Mike Ditka that really dealt with the media in a way. He talked to you through the media. And right. the media come to you and kind of create this storm. But you have to understand that, you know, hey, anything I say, it's all about helping me. You know, if it's something worse than that, I'm going to have a one-on-one con- a one-on-one conversation with them one-on-one, not in the media. But you got media people coming to you. Hey, how does it feel to be in Dicker's doghouse? And, you know, I say, hey, you know, man, you know, I'm not a dog and I got my own house. Can you ask me another question? <laughs> you know, you don't have to respond to what people say. You respond to what paints the picture that you want to be painted in the world. Right. It's tough, too. It's, and, you know, and, and the, the examples that you just shared, Stacey, about, you know, Ferguson and, and Gardner, that that you can't help but feel passionate in the moment, right? These are things that are overwhelming injustices. You can't help but feel sad and angry and a, a need to express yourself. But how you do it takes a lot of emotional intelligence. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that's tough is to realize that there's a point at time where you are expressing yourself, but you, the, the expression is going to last far beyond that point in time. And public opinion may change, additional information may be made available. There, there, may, there just may be a whole lot of additional data in two days or three days that I don't have access to right now as I'm tweeting or as I'm writing that blog post. So I even remember for myself, I took a lot of time to think about how is it that I can construct a blog post that allows me to express my concerns or get this off my chest in a way that's responsible, but still allows to have some kind of a positive message and really, you know, put put myself out there as a person who is thoughtfully and responsibly thinking about how I contribute to, you know, the greater societal conversation rather than being one of the additional people who are tearing down or pointing fingers. Really important stuff. You know what the beautiful thing about that, Dieta, is? You're, that is true to your personal brand. So you're Absolutely. still contributing to the conversation. You're still providing value. You're still expressing your frustration and your opinions, but you're doing it in a way that matches with who you are. And in that way, it helps to build it instead of take away from it. Absolutely. Well, thank you. That was my intention. But it, what, here's, the, here's the thing that I always recommend for people and that I did for myself. I pushed a pause button. I was overwhelmed with rage and anger and emotion and you know sadness and grief. But I knew, just because of the work that I do over many years, that it's really important to create a little pause button for myself, to literally just stop before I express anything. I might write it down, but just write it in a Word document and don't post it to a blog just yet. Sleep on it for a night or two nights to just allow the, you know, kind of the adrenaline to be, you know, calm down some and so that I can be more level-headed and more thoughtful and also maybe allow a couple of other people to read what I'm about to post um, and give me some feedback so that I'm, I'm doing something that's helpful and consistent with my personal brand and not inconsistent with it. So one of the things that I really would like to do is when we get back, um, talk about the projects that you're involved with. Uh, April, you've already alluded to this, the title of your new book. You have a new book that's coming out. We want to hear more about that. You've also been doing a lot of speaking. Um, Stacy, you have some really cool new resources for people who want to jump in and really get started working on their personal brand and maybe starting to think about some of those entrepreneurial aspirations that they have. So what I'd like to do is ask you when we get back to break to share some of those resources or next steps that people can take um, who are listening who really want to explore their personal brand. 
For now, let's switch gears one last time uh, for a few minutes. And while we're at commercial break, please visit our website, www.dietajones.com. Check out our latest blog post on the four C's of brand management. Share your comments. Again, www.dietajones.com. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, you know, back to that branding part, you know, we're trying to get our Super Bowl shuffle back. You know that, that we, we, you know, we it's it's we we found out that you know they they took advantage of us for a while and we only gave them rights for about three years. Well, hell, it's been almost thirty now. So, well, you know, there, there you go. Platinum. It's in the court, so we, you know we're trying to get it back, Stacey. You might can help us, maybe represent us too. There we go. There we go. We'll have a Super Bowl <laughs> shuffle coming back party coming up shortly. Oh, Super Bowl yeah, yeah. thirty and next. Another 360 days. It's around the corner. Okay. We're continuing our conversation. Overcoming obstacles, achieving greatness, and managing your personal plan with special guests, Stacey Ferguson and April Holmes. So uh, other than the Super Bowl shuffle and trying to reclaim your rights to your 30-year-old property, what are some of the other things? Be careful. Hey, hey, hey. So I have to just tell this story. So So April and Stacey, I have to tell you this story really quick. We, we were at Mary's wedding. Richard's oldest daughter got married over the summer. 
and Richard and some of the other 85 Bears got up on Otis stage Wilson, at the reception yeah. and, and tried to redo the Super Bowl shuffle. But oh, wow. They couldn't remember the words. That's <laughs> 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 concussion issues, ladies. You know, we, 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 we deal with this concussion thing, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's I, hope, I hope you got that on video. <laughs> oh, I have it. I have it. It was priceless. The funny part was that, you know, thank goodness, the rest of the audience, we remember the words. So we filled in for them and it all kind of worked itself out. But it was it was priceless. Just <laughs> let's just say priceless is the right word. Right. I love it. <laughs> oh, talk about brand. So so let let's talk. Let's keep going at this practical approach. And, and, and April, I know that you are a keynote speaker. You travel around the world giving speeches and inspiring people, but also giving real pointed advice to people on overcoming obstacles about keeping themselves focused on their vision, etc. Can you can you give us some ideas about the key questions people should be asking as they set out to shape their brand? What are some of the key questions that are important for people to be reflecting on right now? I, I think as an athlete, and I believe Richard alluded to, to this a little while ago, but as an athlete, you can kind of get lost in your um, your team or your organization's uh, brand if you're not if you're not very careful, and that may be a good thing, that may be a bad thing. Um, but as he said, you know, they don't have, they tried to give rights away for a couple of years and end up, you know, 30 years later still fighting the same battle. Um, so one of the things is, is, is your brand separate from that of your organization? Because um, most people get on, you know, go to work every day and they say, I don't know, go to work for Coca-Cola. And they leave Coca-Cola and they're lost because they don't have anything outside of that. They don't mm-hmm. have anything working for them outside of that. So an event that Coca-Cola comes by and say, hey, you know, you're you're laid off, here's a nice slip for you, have a nice day, then they're lost because they, they were so lost in or, or so, I guess, inundated with being at Coca-Cola when in actuality they should not have been uh, totally immersed in that whole Coca-Cola society. So the question is, who are you outside of what you do for a living? Um, especially if you work for a company. It's, you know, who are you outside of that? And one of the things that I, I suggest people do all the time is, you know, get a good circle of friends and ask them what they see when they see you. Yeah, uh, because good. that'll tell you a lot about um, that'll tell you a lot about the perception that you're giving off to people, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And, and as you ask these questions, that'll begin to shape the brand. Because if they say some things you don't care for, then you know you need to go back and do some um, to do some reevaluating of what you thought you were putting out in the world. Um, and also, just you know, where what direction are you wanting to travel in? Not just what mm-hmm. your what your brand says about you, but which direction are you wanting to travel in? Um, I know as Stacy kept talking and she talked about getting out of school uh, with a, um, a degree in communications, I did also, um, I also had that, that stark reality of, wow, look at how much they want to pay you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to go back to school. <laughs> I, I experienced that all in itself. And I'm like, this is, this is horrible. I, I went to school for all these years and this is how much money they want to pay me when I get out. Um, all of a sudden, working in the television industry as a producer didn't seem very like a very good idea to me anymore. Um, yeah, it does look good at the beginning, but at the end, it could be very rich. But go ahead. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's, that's true. You know, I love what April just said about, you know, well, both things. You know, what direction do you want to travel in? And I think what is so cool about the time that we live in right now is you can control that direction. Um, we have so many resources available to us that we didn't necessarily have when any of us were going through school. You know, um, people can come out, create their own website, um, sell their own services, you know, uh, make a living off of a hobby. 
you know, create their own YouTube channel or Instagram page or whatever it is. Reach mm-hmm. out to PR companies and television stations now, right? They go right to the web to find people to bring on to TV. So because really there's no more barriers when it comes to putting your brand out there, um, you really can control that direction. So people are very fortunate in this day and age, and you really should take advantage of that. And then I really love the other thing you said, April, about who are you outside of your company. That is huge. And um, it's funny, this conversation is timely because um, another friend of mine, April Franks Hunt, um, is having a conference called Coach Speak and Serve, and it's targeted towards celebrities who have lost themselves because they are no longer with that organization anymore. So mm-hmm. if you are an anchor, let's say, for a television show for so many years, and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, your contract ends, they're kind of looking around like, well, what do I do now, Right. You have to make sure that you're maintaining that personal brand outside of your day job, not only to keep your sense of identity, but to prepare yourself for the next chapter. Um, So I think that's so important, and personal branding really allows you to do that. Yeah, I mean, you have to be careful on the pedestal that people want to put you. There's nothing wrong with your brand up there, but my heart doesn't have to stand on that pedestal. Yeah, I've always, I've always, you know, with my kids, I teach them the dent, you know, what dent stand for. It's all about dedication. It's all about name, meaning who you represent you. And it's all about education and like what you said before, April, when you get knocked down, you got to get up and you got to try again. If you take Mm -hmm. those four principles in life, it's hard to fail. If you can do one thing great, then you'll get an opportunity to do a third thing. The other thing that I, I that both of you have alluded to, but I, I would like to just uh, call it out explicitly, is that brand also includes the 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 subtleties, the kind of intangibles, the things like who are our peer group, who do we associate with, how do we speak when we speak to people, not just when we're on a radio show or in a boardroom or in a meeting, mm-hmm. but when we when we're out with friends, what kinds of conversations are we having? Are we gossiping? Are we are we telling, uh, you know, the offensive jokes? Are we, um, are we well read? Do we have good discipline in our life? Do we know about current affairs? Do we care? Do we come across as people who have values that, you know, are easily accessible to other people? All of those sorts of things that seem more intangible, I think, are actually really important to think about as part of your personal brand. They're, they're just as important as your social media strategy, right? I love that. I'm going to write a blog post about that. (laughs) Absolutely. That you have to think about, you know, who, who, you know, when, when people, when people, you know, see me join a table, do they have a sense of what the conversation, what conversation, what kind of conversation I'm going to bring? Do they think of me as somebody who's intellectually interesting or somebody who's dull? Do they think about as me as somebody who only wants to talk about nail polish or am I a person who also has you know, interests beyond um, myself and, and that, that may involve others or do I listen well? The sorts of things that are really about our character. Yeah. And, and April, I was reading some of your book the other, the other day. I, I showed a picture of it today on Twitter and I, I saw your um, cool quotes. You sent me a book that not only has your best-selling book, um, but you also sent me a cool um, book of quotes. And some of these quotes really talk to me, or all of them, I have to say, really talk to me about your emphasis on character and how important it is. And I really applaud you for putting this out there and for being so focused on character. So speaking of, April, your book, can you tell us about your new, new book that's coming out? We want to hear about it. 
I've been, as we talked about earlier, I, I do a lot of uh, speaking engagements. And one of the things people always ask me is, where is the book on your life? Like, I want to <laughs> read that book. <laughs> and so after being asked a billion and one times, um, I decided to actually sit down and, and keep writing. Because I, I, you know, wrote a few paragraphs here and there and when I felt the need to. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I just kept writing. And the book is completely finished. Um, I'm just waiting for some red tape things to get done, but the name of the book is Stop Limping Through Life and Start Running. Um, mm. And it details part, it's, it's a two-part book, so the beginning half kind of details my life and uh, some things I went through in my, in my recovery and rehab. Um, and then the second part of the book um, details the um, ideas of what it takes to be a champion. Um, so that's the book, and uh, at some point in time during this 2015 year, uh, it will be out, and I'm super excited about it. But in the meantime, as you talked about, my uh, quote book is already is already out. It's called Running Into You, um, and then I also have a bestseller out with uh, that I did with Brian Tracy and a number of other um, people, uh, and that's called The Winning Way. So, um, really excited to finally put some some books out there because I, I'm a huge I'm an avid reader, um, and definitely whatever I can contribute to the universe is, as far as my thoughts are concerned, um, I consider it a blessing to be able to do so. Awesome. And Stacy, we have like 20 seconds to go, but just really quick, tell me the hashtag of your new online course. Sure. Like a boss. Hashtag like a boss. I want to help you build a digital brand um, and help you monetize it. So um, we'll, we'll tweet out the link later, but if you awesome. go to justicefergie.com, you'll be able to find the info there. Awesome. Thank you so much. Can't wait. I checked Thank it out you, already. Ladies. It's amazing. Thank you, Thank you so much for joining yeah, us today. I give my kisses away. Then. Oh, yeah, baby. Just bring <laughs> them home, too. Bring them home. We have loved every minute of it and hope you have two listeners. Please join us next week when we'll be joined by Pro Football Hall of Famers Eric Dickerson, Marcus Allen, and, of course, our own Richard Dent. The topic will be started from the bottom. Now we're here Perfect. and back. There you go. And we're <laughs> the back. The call of our athlete heroes. Until then, keep finding ways to make a dent in pursuit of your dreams, to serve your community, to make our world better. Thanks again for tuning in. Please join Dieta Jones and Richard Dent for another edition of DJ and the Bear. We'll be back next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week. Thank <laughs> you.